Hello, ho, ho, everybody. It is Christmas night, and we are wrapping up the Chris Massacre on the Graveyard Shift for 2023. My name is Mike, and I never work the Graveyard Shift alone, especially on a cold, wintry night such as this. Joining me is the lady who is naughty by being nice, Alicia. <laughs> Hello. And the man who would definitely date a sugar mama to advance his acting career, John. <laughs> oh, you know me too well. And the one who suggested this film because he believes in Santa kicking ass, Phil. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, everyone. Great to be here. And today's episode is A Christmas Fucking Miracle. Because we watched Violent Night. So good. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> if you're a Run the Jewels fan, then you got that. Loved it. And if not, check out the video. It's it's cool. I shall. Yes, we watched the David Arbor Violent Night, not any of the other Violent Nights from previous years, which I've never heard of, and probably for good reason. Yeah, this is the one to end all Violent Nights. You know, it's just basically <laughs> yeah. just, you know, coming in with a leaf blower, just blowing those all away. This is... This the is, Violet Night. This is the, the true only Violet one that Night. Yeah, the only one that matters. <laughs> this was directed by Tommy Wiercola, who uh, his first film was 2007's Kill Boljo, which, if you look at the poster, it's Kill Bill, but Polish. Gotcha. And uh, then he later made the 2009 horror comedy Dead Snow. So he's definitely got experience with comedy and violence and a little bit of horror, although this is not a horror but it was suggested, and by the time I found out it's not a horror, I realized it's, you know what, it's so fucking good. We're going to do it anyway. It, it's this, Christmas. This a little Christmas yeah, it's deep. Christmas. It's a Christmas miracle. We're not watching a horror movie for the graveyard shift. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, we, we, we've, we've deviated a bit, you know. Yeah, we've done yeah. some thrillers before. Yeah. And you know, thrillers count, and this yeah. has a bit, it just has a bit of thriller in it. Yeah. Like a dark, like At a least, dark comedy almost, too. Yeah. yeah. It certainly I, has a high I, body count. Yeah, yeah. Sure. and it, it definitely has some comparable gore to most horror right. titles we've mm -hmm. looked at. Like, it's definitely got the same amount of gore. It's Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, pretty visceral. <laughs> but it's done so much better than some of the other films that, oh, yeah. that have been reviewed lately. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. This was definitely a nice, like, relief uh well because we watched one terrible movie and then we had two really depressing <laughs> movies we did you know good but so sad it, it, yeah yeah oh no they God. were very good yeah definitely i i really appreciated those movies quite a lot but it was good just to finish it out with a movie that was just good because it was super fun and gratuitous <laughs> oh speaking of gratuitous i just looked at what uh what movies this brilliant director is coming up with next and he's doing an adult computer animated musical comedy called Spermageddon. Oh, no. Oh, Holy what? shit. What? Oh, my God. I can only... So, there are so many things that can come to mind from that. It, it's basically yeah. like Sausage Party meets Lord of the Rings or something. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's, it, it's oh, got two storylines. No. One is focusing on a teenage couple having sex for the first time, and then the other plot line is the point of view of Simon the Seaman in his quest for the egg. Oh, God. Oh, man. I, Sounds like I, it'll be either really funny or it's just going to make me puke. <laughs> Those two things are not mutually exclusive, John. Yes. <laughs> and it's set for release in 2024. 
Oh, good. I'll I'll know to look out for that and steer clear of that. And it's being yeah. sold for it's being sold for distributors at the 2022 Con Film Festival. Oh. Well, hopefully it doesn't deal with all the overworked animation animator problem that Sausage Party had. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard about that. It kind of has a tarnished reputation. And honestly, that movie kind of sucks. I don't know. It's just like. I, I feel like the jokes get really old. Like maybe like the first time I watched it, it was kind of funny, but it's it's like it's trying too hard to be edgy, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas we don't have that problem here. No, this this toes the line perfectly. I think. Yes, this guy shows that he can definitely do you know gross stuff and comedy well. So yeah. there's a possibility that this will be like a like like the modern day Porkies. Yeah, I I would I would still give it a chance because of um, yeah yeah because he has shown to be pretty capable. I've enjoyed uh, Dead Snow, which I I am familiar with that. I need I to check that one out. I haven't out. seen Dead Snow, but I need to check that out. There's two yeah. of them: Dead Snow and then and the Dead sequel, Snow. Dead yeah, and Red. Dead yes, Red. yeah. Because you look um, at Sausage Party. I mean, yeah, it sucks, vulgar, dumb. But it was also done by the same guys that gave us Superbad, which I don't know if that holds up or not. But they also are the same writing team that gave us uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. Hmm. Okay. So, and also that, Seth Rogen writes for, writes for the friggin' boys. Yeah, yes, he does. And that's brilliant. Oh. So again, it, it's just really hit or miss with with these people. So yeah. it could be great. It could be terrible. We just won't know until it's out. But yeah. we're going to talk about this movie, which did come out, and it's a fucking hit. Yes. It is indeed. This yes. was directed by Tommy Wiercola, written by Pat Casey and Josh Miller, produced by Kelly McCormick, David Leach, and Guy Danella. Cinematography by Matthew Weston, edited by Jim Page, not Jimmy Page. Music by mm-hmm. Dominic Lewis. Produced by 87 North Productions, distributed by Universal, released October 7th, 2022, at New York, at NYCC, New York Comic Con. That's right, it premiered at Comic Con. Yes, That's fucking <laughs> dope. And December 2nd for the rest of the United States. This has a runtime of 107 glorious minutes. And a budget of $20 million and a box office of $76.6 million. So nearly four times the budget returned. So a fucking success. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. This stars David Arbor as Death Santa Claus. John Leguizamo as Scrooge. Alex Hassel as Jason. Alexis Louder as Linda. Edie Patterson as Alva. Cam Gigandent, Gigandent, Gigandent. One of those. One of those, yeah. Cam. Gigantic. Cam G. Cam G. <laughs> like Biggie G. As Morgan Steele. Leah Brady as Trudy. Beverly D'Angelo as Gertrude. Ray Strachan as Al. Andre Erickson as Gingerbread. Brendan Fletcher as Krampus. Mike Dopud as Commander Thorpe. Alexander Elliott as Bert. Mitra Suri as Candy Cane. Can Aiden as Frosty. Fong Yang as Tinsel, Finn McKager Higgins as Jingle, Raleigh Clements Willis as Peppermint, and Stephanie Sai as Sugar Plum. This has a Rotten Tomato score of 74%. Yeah, and so, I'm surprised definitely. it's not higher. Yeah, yeah right. I can't believe it's <laughs> but, that low. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. That's still pretty good, though, for Rotten Tomatoes. I'll give that's it a little true. credit there, because yeah. knowing how Rotten Tomatoes can be, that's that's a pretty good average. That's a pretty good spread. But I would definitely rate it higher. Oh, so, yeah, for sure. I've got a ton of trivia, but I always like to uh, 
let the guest take first crack at that. So, uh, who has trivia to share? Oh, definitely me. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> you take it away. Sure? Well, at the at the very beginning, pretty much, you know, like less than 15 minutes in, we see Santa flying west over Washington, D.C., relieving himself <laughs> as he's flying in, <laughs> yeah. you know, in his sleigh. And the trivia is essentially that where he is compared to what you can see where where he is as he's flying over he's theoretically pissing on the white house <laughs> <laughs> i have Pulls no notes oh, that's wow. awesome <laughs> that, that, right. that was. that's funny neil degrasse tyson will be like yeah they actually got the sky right on this you know? <laughs> yeah perfect so that's mine. What do you guys have? I've got lots more, but I'm I'm happy to share the love. Yeah, who's got something in their bag of toys? Uh, I have one. Right. Um, so the character Morgan Steele, MG, <laughs> is based on Mark Wahlberg. Like Wahlberg, oh, yeah. Steele stars in several films about the military. He says he could have stopped the hijackers on 9-11 had he been aboard the plane. I claim Wahlberg made and apologized for it in 2012. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's so horrible. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah it's oh, so God. bad. It's good. God, can you really blame him? How many? <laughs> yeah. I feel like half the men I would have known said the same thing. You know? Yeah. God. I would have half loved to have been with Mark saying, "Hey, let's go see this Christmas movie." He does, and then all of a sudden, the, the there's a realization just to yeah. see the look, <laughs> the, the revelation yeah. on the his face when he realizes, yeah. "Oh." <laughs> Oh, oh, it's God. oh, they're so fucking, that's what I looked like when I said that. Me. Oh, yeah, mm. <sighs> yeah, he's special. <laughs> he's special. <laughs> now, my first bit of trivia is the logo on the catering company. On the catering company is Farkas and Dill, when named after the bullies in a Christmas story, <laughs> which is awesome. That's right. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, shit. That's awesome. <laughs> so, Alicia, your next trivia. Uh, well, one of the ones I thought was really fun in the m- movie, the trivia, I don't know if you guys noticed, I think Mike noticed, because I think we mentioned it at the same time, when Santa's delivering presents to all the- these families, mm-hmm. and he keeps seeing Amazon boxes under the trees over and over again, did anybody else notice that all of them were upside down, so the smiles on the boxes are actually all frowns? <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Yeah. Did I, oh my god. They're all sad faces. <laughs> oh my god. Every that's, single freaking one of them. That had that's been on purpose. Funny. Oh, like, definitely on purpose. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. That's that's really clever. That is. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so Phil, what's your next trivia? Um, let's see. One of the Santa's powers are all based on belief. Whenever, even when he's doubting himself, that's when he has problems getting up a chimney or pulling the right gift out of his sack. When Trudy and later Santa himself begin to express belief in him, Santa finds himself better able to hold his own in a fight. Where in the beginning, one book was able to nearly kill him. When Santa gains a new hammer, he can now take on a squad of highly trained mercenaries. Of ease. So it's kind of like, yes. Yeah, he's powered by belief. Yes, powered by belief. That's kind of how You've it got is. They to don't really... believe. I like the whole idea. That he says, I, "I still don't know how Santa's magic works." Yeah, I kept saying that over and over again. <laughs> yeah. like, if like, you don't know, basically... we're screwed. There's no training. <laughs> he's been taking the 
few of the audience. It's like, oh, we don't really know how it works. Maybe it's just not important, but it works yeah, when it we'll just, when we need it to work. Yeah, we'll yeah. just base it off belief. It works when we need the plot to have it work. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that that's yeah. what makes it really work for the plot because it, there's – like the one thing we complain about is whenever people – whenever movies break their consistency, they establish yeah. rules – they break the rules that show sloppy writing. Mm-hmm. Here, they leave it open where Santa's, Santa never says, like, all right, here's the manual. Here's the things I can do. And then it ties him in. Then it puts him in that box for the rest of the movie. Like, he can only do these things. But for him yeah. being like, you know what? I still don't fucking know what, these, what this is all about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. If anything. It just means ex- he can do just about anything. Yeah, I mean, you know, well, I mean, in that, like, Santa in, like, every Christmas movie, he, he's just going off pre-established, you know, precedent, really, you right. know? It's just pre-established Hallmark Christmas movie lore, and, you know, it's just taken into a diehard film, you know? Santa's invincible. Yes. It's just and that, I- the Christmas magic, it's been it's been prevalent since the beginning of the holiday, you know? Miracle of 30. 30- Third Street or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's all Christmas magic. It was, it was the is the neighborhood next to 34th Street. It wasn't as good, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 33rd Street. Yeah. Turdy turd. Turdy turd. <laughs> but uh yes, it's it's uh you know, so it's not like it's not like this hadn't been done before. It's like, hey, it already been established. It's totally canon, okay? Mm-hmm. You know. Mhm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He can't explain it. It's just, it's believing, you know? Seeing is believing. Yep. Yeah. And believing and, is seeing. Yeah, believing <laughs> is seeing. Yeah, look, the, the, the Santa Claus, there you go. See, they've been doing this already. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that, that's one of the ones that actually does have the whole manual. Like, they've got a fucking contract. I mean, it's called the clause. That's true. Yeah, yeah but how, like, they only do, like, certain parts of it. Like, I feel like they don't, like necessarily explain the entire document they only do like certain parts that are like relevant to the plot i feel like you don't even like get exposed to the entire scope of that document i mean if i take on a job i'd rather not have the entire manual read to me right at once yeah. where i have to like you know front load all that fucking information right. and well, and commit hey. it to memory like just tell me what i need to do right now well i'll get i'll get a few rounds in mm-hmm. and then when it's in my long-term memory rather than in my <laughs> short term then we'll get the next installation going Dude, these these Christmas movies are so insidious. They're like, oh, let's just get children to bring them in here and explain our plot holes away. You know, <laughs> it's like just you just gotta believe. See, see the kid. See what you're gonna tell a child that this makes no sense. What? <laughs> so, uh, little uh, little trivia things uh, like when Scrooge asks Santa, "What are you really? Some security guard who's watched too many action flicks?" It's a uh, it's a <laughs> reference it's a reference to Die Hard. Totally. Yeah. You know my name, but who are you? Just another American who saw too many movies as a child. <laughs> and uh, uh, in a 2002 interview, Tommy Warcola spoke about referencing Home Alone, saying, "Obviously, when I saw it, I loved it as a kid. But the older you get, you'd realize like those those bandits would die if you did that to them." Oh yeah. So that was the oh. approach to this scene. Let's just do the traps and see what it does to an <laughs> see what it would actually do to a human being. And that's what makes it so funny is that this little girl thinks it's all fun and games. She doesn't know that she's hurting them. Oh yeah. my god, did she ever she actually racked up a body count. I was so impressed. Yeah, Trudy, yeah. Caught, Trudy caught a body. Ooh. 
she caught him. Yeah. Trudy was one of my favorite characters in this movie. Oh, she was excellent. Yeah. She's the she's the only kid <laughs> in a movie that can actually murder somebody and stay well and secure on the nice list. No <laughs> yeah. <kid. laughs> yeah. She Agreed. murdered a man. <laughs> oh Ooh. my god. And a pretty like ooh, pretty just uh cringy oh, in it, that kind of like oh, like yeah for the longest if time, you know you know <laughs> for the longest time it was the kill of the week but then it got supplanted at the very end for obvious reasons yeah but, uh, another oh, one another bit of trivia the merry christmas everybody by slade is a british christmas anthem and it was chosen for the closing credits by david arbor's wife singer lily allen oh wow oh, cool yeah he caught and, a hottie uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> And so did she, spoken by the only woman on this call. Yeah, I think David Harbour is hot. He caught a hottie and she caught a daddy. Yeah, I was just about to say dad bod. Yeah, I was saying he's dad bod daddy right there, man. Yeah, yeah, he's the king of the dad bod right there. And uh, the film starts in England, and that makes sense because Greenwich is where the time zone begins, so it's where Santa would be first making his rounds. Mm Mm-hmm. And the uh, saint upon which Santa Claus was based, St. Nicholas, was famous for a fight at the Council of Nicaea. Oh, cool. So and, uh, he's, he's well known to be badass. Yep. And yeah. one of the uh, many references to Die Hard, aside from like walking on Christmas ornaments and shit like that, uh, one of the characters is named Thorpe, and the book on which Die Hard is based, Nothing Lasts Forever, was written by Roderick Thorpe. I didn't yeah, but... know Die Hard was based on a book. I didn't know that I either. I heard about actually. that. I thought I heard about that, yeah. Hmm. And uh, apart from the main cast, almost all the other actors, henchmen, mercenaries, securities, barkeeps, they have all appeared in multiple other Christmas TV movies, many of them the same movies, with Sugar <laughs> Plum, uh, Stephanie Sai, and the UK Mall Santa, John yeah. B. Lowe, being tied for, for the most with 16 Christmas credits on their filmography wow. as of 2023. Wow. Talk oh, wow. about being typecast. <laughs> yeah. Wow. For real. Oh my goodness. And then there's some uh, goofs. Like shortly after the dad has his finger broken, his hand seems to be fine for the rest of the film. Yeah, that was weird. Oh yeah. Yeah. It yeah. bugged yeah. me. That was, that was my only WTF, to be honest, because the rest of it was so good. They just kind of missed that continuity yeah. thing there. And uh, yeah. look, another continuity error, when Santa picks up the hammer, his hair switches from being tied back to loose around his face to tied back again as the man scene bun. cuts between him and Trudy. Yeah, man yeah. bun. And uh, yeah. two things where he's sewing up a stab wound. Mm-hmm. One is a Hollywood myth. The candlelight is not hot enough to properly disinfect any piece of metal, but it is enough to deposit some soot on it. To make it worse. Ew. Yes. And the we'll just eye... call that Christmas magic that he didn't get blood poisoning. Yeah. We got Christmas yeah. magic. We can always fall back on that, right? That's and, right. And the eye of the needle, since he's able to thread it so easily, the eye of the needle is too big to go through the skin, which would make yeah. stitching impossible to achieve. Christmas magic! Christmas magic. <laughs> it's just Christmas magic. Just we must believe. If we don't believe, we won't get presents. <laughs> I just have yes. to believe. I want to be on the nice list. Yes, right. <laughs> oh, that was another thing with the nice and the naughty list. Yes. When uh, Scrooge picks it up and he sees all the names, yeah. uh, or sees his own name and all the bad things he's done. Well, earlier when Santa was looking at it and looking at the naughty list, we never hear any of the bad guys' names. 
they're all you know again peppermint and rain you know oh, all the rest and scrooge and krampus but they're and their yeah. real names were on the naughty list yeah so santa i like that santa doesn't yeah. get nicknames exactly yeah exactly i even like the one with uh trudy's just nicer friends invites the weird kid to her party and yeah. <laughs> loves her parents and you're just like oh you really like trudy even just more that that was that was one of my big goods, Trudy inviting the weird kid to the Christmas party. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> right. I was the weird kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for for all the vulgarity in this movie, to just put something that's sweet. Yeah, really. She was like sweet all the way through. It's like they just Even- knew like that would be like what really makes a, what really makes the day of a kid. Yeah, is you know just being invited to a party. Yeah, pretty much. Definitely. So, uh, does anyone else have any more trivia stuff before we get into the goods? Nope. No. All righty. So, we always start with the goods. We always start with me. And I got to say, Santa, like the first good, Santa is real. Nauseous. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> up until yeah. this point, we just see he's drinking in a bar and we just think, oh, yeah, this could just be some crackpot in a Santa suit. Because, you know, every other movie that we've seen, well, nearly every other movie that we've covered on this podcast, it's usually a crackpot in a Santa suit, not the real fucking deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we find, then we see him actually, you know, flying through the air on a fucking sled. And then he leans over to the side and <laughs> just as the woman, just as the bartender's having a revelation, like go yes. blow me, Santa's. <laughs> it's still Santa. Yeah. <laughs> and I think my actually, I wrote it down. My my thought process at that moment is, hmm, some people pay good money for that. <laughs> like, what have I become? But yes, essentially, she just kept looking up, even covered in puke. She yes, still like, had the wondrous glow. Like, wow, magical puke. Santa is real. Santa puked on me. I mean, yeah, I got puked on, but look where it came from, you know? That's right. Like, yeah. It smells like gingerbread. It's a Christmas miracle, right? And it's like it's better than it just all of a sudden snowing, you know? It's like. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> okay, so Alicia, what is your first good? Oh goodness, there's so many to choose from. I'd have to say the first good is in general the excellent cinematography and the compelling story. From the very first moment it started, I was drawn directly in. I think I'd even mentioned it to you when we were watching it, especially considering the other movies we had watched, which were kind of dreck and just all of the shots were perfectly framed and the lighting was good. And we can definitely say that's not always the case and everything about it just wanted to bring me into it. I didn't feel like I was pushed out of the movie at all. There was no fourth wall breaking or anything like that, but everything was so crisp and clear. And the things that I thought of was like, now that is production value. That is high production value. They definitely put their money where their mouth was. Mm, yeah. Very, yeah, it's definitely that, well that, shot. Very well edited. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good camera work. Yes. The way the camera would either move around or just bounce around a room to really just get the great shots. This was exceptionally yeah. was competent. Like, kind of tied into one of my goods, yeah. 
So, Phil, what's your first good? I would say probably the, the lore of Santa Claus, like his backstory and all that. I really like that he was an ancient Viking. He had his mm-hmm. hammer called Skull Crusher. And, and that's just kind of like the earth. I think that's kind of loosely based on real life. Like Santa's kind of like came from that, that kind of area of Europe, like Norse, Norse mythology. Not Norse mythology, like Norse, mm-hmm. Norse country. Yeah, Finland, yeah. like Finland. Lapland specifically. Yeah, so it's, I, I really like the lore and how they kind of tie that to like real real life yeah. lore. Yeah, kind of going back to his. Oh yeah, roots, like I, I just you know, yeah. Go back, yeah, back to his pagan roots. Yeah, because it was kind of considered that pagan era or whatever for kids. Oh yeah, his backstory, the fact that like he's got all that yeah. right, yeah, yes. and it's all oh, like Norse yes. ink. I love sweet that ink. scene where you just see yeah, sweet. yeah his origin. So, yeah, you realize he's. Hardcore as fuck, you know. And then, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then you kind of see that later in the film how how he gets through all, all those situations because of his yeah, backstory. Yeah. Nicholas it the Red. Right? Nicholas the Red. Yep. Story. Oh, yeah. And, and we don't even see like how he becomes Santa. Just you know, he was a bad man, and clearly, either by his choice or some external force yeah. decided that he would make a that he would seek penance by you know encouraging good behavior and being a force for good. joy belief whimsy and wonder rather than the force of terror and violence that he was in the past yeah. yes so i guess they'll be revealing that may you show up in like the the sequel where we get to find out exactly how he came by this power did he seek it out did was he just feeling so guilty like i i must make up for all this blood i spilled I've orphaned so many children. If only I could bring them some degree of joy, rather than the pain that uh, I've given them. Then, well, yeah, you know, who knows? Or maybe, ju- maybe just a wizard decided. Oh, fuck you, you asshole! Well, I think they said they want to explore more of the North Pole in the next movie, and then the elves, and then Miss Claus, Mrs. Claus. A lot of people think Charlie's mm-hmm. there and would, would play that role. Interesting. Well, yeah, I I won't be mad at that. Nope. Yeah, I like Charlie's there. Well, you know. Mm-hmm. She's excellent. Great actress. Yeah, I think the way it feels like the way Santa is portrayed in this movie is similar to how uh, the gods are portrayed in like the show American Gods. Um, so it's like they're still on Earth, but yeah. like their their role and almost like their I guess their avatar in a lot of ways has changed with the culture. You know, they're still there, but like so. Again, as his, I guess as long as these pagan customs eventually got co-opted and kind of uh, adopted by Christendom, um, you know, you know, you start to see the face of Saint Nick change. It's like the entity's there, but now, you know, he's changed with the times. But you know, he still yeah. has that path, that past etched into his skin. It's still there. <laughs> um, and yeah I, yeah, I definitely agree though. It's really cool how they like tie in just all of that vast history of Santa Claus into this movie, you know? And even shares it with her. Like I was a very bad man. I killed a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes sense with, from a historical context. And then it does leave a lot of room for more exploration in the sequels too. you know, maybe some more flashbacks in his past and, you know, um, yeah, just getting at to his historical roots. It's like, yeah, that's definitely not something you see referenced in a lot of other like Christmas movies. That's that's honestly a first for me. So, 
Maybe maybe in another one he'll be battling Krampus, you know? (laughs) That'd be awesome. I would pay to see that. Dude, that would be dope. I would would definitely see that in the theaters. It's like it's it's like an action villain, but he and then it reveals he like he takes off his mask and it reveals it's Krampus, you know? Krampus the whole time. Yeah, it's like, oh it's Krampus, you know, yeah. (laughs) I hate that asshole. I was reading some reviews of of this movie, and all I'm going to say is one person labeled their review Santa Wick. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, oh, yes. Yes, Yes, I'm seeing a parallel for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you really want to parallel John Wick, you got to have one of the reindeer get killed, and then Santa just goes ballistic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) God, that would be fitting, too. Oh, my goodness. Right. Horrifying. <laughs> so, uh, did we get to John? Did we get to do your oh, yeah. No, we hadn't got to mine. Uh, all yet. right, let's get to you then. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you know, I think just tied into that, I, I, I like a lot of the sort of, eh, you know, in some ways, that sort of tributes to bad Santa in here. Uh, David Arbor has his own sort of, well, he is actually Santa, but he does his own kind of rendition of a um, alcoholic, dirty, trash talking Santa. Pretty He's going well. through the motions. Yeah. But, you know, it does look like he, you know, he takes some inspiration, but definitely does it his own way. And it's quite funny. Um, you know, he's funny in his first phase before he does, um, you know, get in touch with his Christmas magic by the, you know, by the inspiration of a young girl. <laughs> um, but he's... Um, I don't know. Yeah, def- definitely very funny in the first half of the movie as well. So kind of like in the yeah, the bad Santa, and he still kind of carries that personality through the movie. Um, yeah, so I-, I like that aspect of it for sure, even before it really leans heavy into the action. Uh, like one thing I wanted to add on to the, uh, you know, the cinematography, the great film work, also the fucking soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So good. Sounds Everything just punctuated every scene beautifully. And didn't overtake it either. No. Because sometimes, have you noticed, like the soundtrack or whatever movie they're or music they're playing, it it is too catchy, and then you're too busy focusing on the music instead of on the action. This did not have that problem. Everything just fit beautifully. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's well mastered. And there's so many beautiful, like heartwarming scenes. Yeah. And for a movie with, again, so much vulgarity, but also a ton of heart. Mm-hmm. Like, the dad messed up and forgot to, you know, get her to uh, write a letter to Santa. So he got her the walkie-talkie, which, you know, mm-hmm. plays into this so fucking well. But he just recovers so beautifully by, you know, not only not only giving it to her, but also allowing her, allowing him to, him and the wife to eavesdrop to find out what she really wants. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's a little it, late for Christmas Eve at that point, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they could uh, just be like, "Oh, I got lost in the mail," or Santa, you know, had a traffic jam at the North Pole or something. But mm-hmm. you know, just being find out. Oh, I just want mom and dad to stop fighting and you know make up. And it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> you want a pony? I can do a pony. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just stole three. I just stole three hundred million dollars from my mom, so <laughs> I, I can get you a fucking stable. <laughs> hey you know what just some kids are just just that damn great they're worth 
murdering a whole squad of terrorists for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Alicia, what's your next good? I have to say, some of these quotes in this they're, they're just <laughs> top notch. Yes, my, so my personal favorite. I actually ran it down. I found it because I couldn't write it out fast enough. But again, it plays into the walkie-talkies. And when Trudy's asking Santa for help, and are you going to help us, Santa? And Santa says, "Yeah, of course. I'm going to help you. I'm going to get you out of here." take all these bad guys on my naughty list and take a lump of coal each and every one of them and shove it straight up and Trudy's like the ass <laughs> <laughs> it's like well I mean come on you know want to keep you on the nice yeah. list you know she's like sorry can I say butthole then That's Santa Claus cool. is like I mean it's borderline and Trudy's like how about anus go girl uh, <laughs> and it's just and it's not like how about anus like how about anus yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so terrible yeah. I, I, I laughed out out loud i just uh, i couldn't contain my joy in that and there were a few other ones that just made me happy like scrooge talking to one of his uh henchmen he's like now i know you're an idiot but don't be an idiot out loud <laughs> I, I like that i'm gonna use that from now on because he knows his henchman's just... about to talk so he shuts them right up pretty right. much i already it's... know you're stupid but just don't be stupid out loud yeah, it's just so beautiful. They had some of the best one-liners in here. I don't want to say them all right now. Just like those were my two yeah. favorite, and they made me so happy. Well, two of mine <clears throat> uh, was I think I think this both came from the mom. If not, it would have been like somebody else when they were talking about uh, the the dad's sister's boyfriend. I think oh, it was God. the mom who called him Tragic Mike. Yeah, she did. She did. Oh God, it was beautiful. Morgan Steele. And then when she sees how stupid her grandson is, she just leans to her daughter and says, "When he was small, I begged you to beat him." Yeah. (laughs) Now you know why. Yeah. I fucking love Grandma. Yeah. Grandma was badass. I've written that three times. Oh my God, Beverly D'Angelo is badass. (laughs) Of course, they bring her on. She actually. She told her own daughter, shove it up your box. I'm like, oh, 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 Christmas movie. Check. Oh, Uh, oh, Beverly D'Angelo is fucking legendary. Yes, she is excellent in this. And and glad that we got to see like basically another almost like a Christmas vacation movie with her, but without Chevy Chase getting any money or credit or, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, just any, anything, because he's this. a fucking asshole. Well, he yeah, like, that. I think my favorite one-liner by her was, yeah, just her calling, um, you know, fucking Morgan Steele in this, you know, our Marky Mark inspired yeah. character. He was like, John claude Van Dipshit. Yes, <laughs> that was so good. Well, he got his. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I present you with a gift, the gift of a golden opportunity. Oh, really? <laughs> that was your gift. Oh, I got a pitch like deck. My operations like... oh, I didn't shot by the guy who said, like, I like my operations like I like my coffee or like hard, fast, or he said, or like it like I like my sex hard, fast, and quick or something. Yeah, hard, like, fast, yeah. and quick. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to look that one up again. He said something along those lines, but yeah. It's <laughs> really good. Yeah. Uh, so, Phil, what's your next good? I would have to say, uh, probably my, the scene where he uh, 
pick up the hammer and then they play the song like we were talking about earlier with the music just being perfect is the Brian mm-hmm. Adams song something about Christmas time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, see, that was awesome. <laughs> I was feeling so yeah. Canadian at that moment. He picked up that hammer well and he's timed. just remembering it, how to use it and it's like, oh god. And it just, John and I were talking earlier, the ice skate kills are just so like, oh god. Oh. So brutal. Oh, so the beautiful. Detaching the head from the body. Oh yes. my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh. That was intense. So well done. So well done. (laughs) Yeah, the line was, "I like my, I like my operations like I like to fuck hard, fast, and with minimal cleanup." Yeah, that's Ah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, 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 hard, fast, with minimal cleanup. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that didn't happen. (laughs) No, no. It was pretty much hard was the only one they got, but not for him. And the grandma's line was, listen, you cocksucker, it's Christmas, so why don't you take your best offer, gift wrap it, and ram it up your fucking box. (laughs) 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 Thank God for IMDb in the quotes page. Yes. Oh, I love it. Love it. Oh, man. (sighs) So, John, what's your next good? Um... Yeah, I mean, really tied into a lot to the the cinematography thing, but like, you know, I, this, the fight scenes are so well choreographed in this, and, and they're well shot. Um, you know, every showdown that Santa has in this, and then including all the parts there with Trudy, um, they're just so well put together, and the shots don't they linger in the right amount. Like, they, it doesn't cut too quickly. You know, I hate when like really like. Uh, badly made action movies do that where it's like it's you know it's cutting like six times per second and you can't even tell what's going on because they're really not doing anything they're just trying to get the illusion of it mm-hmm. but on this one they they definitely uh, have a good balance of framing the shots well and then you know not having too many cuts to show you know one person getting thrown onto a table or something for example mm-hmm. Um, they're just all really fun to watch. And then the music goes well with them. Um, and, and maybe I, I, I'll just, I'll combine this with another good of mine just since they're so interrelated, but just, you know, the vast array of tools that Santa uses throughout this. And they're all like Christmas theme. Maybe he gets his hammer at some point, but I mean, he's like, you know, the, uh, fucking ninja star kill with like the, the star Christmas on star. top of the tree. Yeah. yeah the Christmas oh, yeah, star into the head and then using that. Like, turn it on like a Christmas light. And then, <laughs> well, yeah, we mentioned the ice skates. Oh, yeah. God. Every time I just see the parts of the ice skates, I'm just like, oh, God, I don't know. Just like something about getting like uh, ice skates stabbed in your skull. Just, yeah, he went fucking Logan on them with those skates. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. just that, that particularly, those weapons just made me like cringe up in that, like, ooh, you know. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I just love the Christmas star. However, was it was like punctuated a- at first with the uh, first he takes an, a Christmas ornament, sh- smash it against his face, nothing. Then he takes another ornament, smashes it against his head, nothing. This yeah, it looks invincible. Then he yeah. grabs a Christmas star, smashes him, and this time he stabs him right in the fucking eye with it. Yes, that yeah. gets a reaction out of him. He's still like <laughs> stumbling towards him like a zombie kind of. He's like, oh, I mean, this guy is surly like fucked already but you know at least but, just to make sure he stops his his zombie like pursuit but even go back like a minute before that i even wrote this down like santa is slowly beating him to death he got a doll a crowbar pool balls a pinball machine it darts yes. and then the ornaments and then the star like he just went through 
everything. <laughs> is, is this guy never going to die? Oh, the star did it, but only when it got plugged in because he got electrocuted. But damn. <laughs> it was like a T-800 or something. Like, oh, geez. my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he did. That guy already had gotten fucked up a lot. I was, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. It's like, is he gonna die already? Like, God, <laughs> this thing is like hard. you got like this thing is like in your brain. You know? like, <laughs> oh. oh man. Um. Oh. Yeah, and you, you know, so it, it, I, I guess yeah, really, just a lot of I, it's really just the all around action scenes and stuff are just so well done. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I guess I, I we could capitalize it. Uh, a bit more on just like the kill of the week, but you know, obviously the final kill is great. Uh, well, second to last kill, because you say, Oh, yeah, uh, so but I, I don't know, just I, oh, like a lot of great fight scenes and a lot of cool variety of ways that are killed. I mean, yeah, not to mention mm-hmm. too the candy canes, too, you know, yeah, <laughs> the candy cane shit, yeah, like the, the fucking candy, candy cane, cane knife fight, yeah. oh, just brilliant. <laughs> um, even with just like all the like the view, the point of view with like the cameras, like the body cams on all the guys, it kind of had this weird like alien type flashback to it. You know, all the yeah, all the yeah. cameras slowly getting caught back. Uh, I don't know. That was a fun shot there. So. Yeah. So yeah, okay, I'm kind of loving that I'd, in there. Yeah. I'd written uh, down at that moment when you were talking about the alien thing. For me, I said, "Wow, Santa's gone full predator." That's yeah, what I thought. Yeah, I was yeah, lo- yeah, I was looking at the shed scene like Predator Two. When yeah, they send the yeah. SWAT team after yeah. the Predator and you just see each each team member's camera go out. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yep. Right. Santa is the Predator. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, just every, I, I guess nothing really felt redundant in this. Every, every showdown he's had was unique and just well choreographed and just inventive, you know. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, who's next, John? No, that I just went. That was me. okay. Uh, I mean, like one one thing I want to add onto the the fights, like <laughs> when Santa's fighting someone with an automatic weapon, then he tries to grab the barrel after they fired it, and he realizes, yes. oh yeah, gun barrels are hot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That was very legit. I liked that a lot because. That is often overlooked in movies, just like the bullets never run out and yeah. everybody everybody who's bad has stormtrooper aim, you know, that sort right. of thing. Like, that was not the case in this. It was, uh, you know, as realistic and legitimate as you can get while you're talking about a Santa Claus movie. Uh, another good for me is just all the henchmen, you know, Jingle, uh, Krampus. Oh god. I, I mean yeah. all every every henchman puts up a fucking great fight. They're not like some disposable random dude. No, Each no. one of them has a fucking crowning moment of awesome. Yes, they do. Yeah. And no Krampus kidding. with the fucking finger nutcracker. Yes. And then the ball cracker. And yes, then the he just cracker. like grabs oh. yeah. He grabs yeah. a nutcracker oh, and he's like, Give me your balls, yum yum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh Give man, you know, I'm, I'm surprised I forgot to write that down because that scene just cracks me up. <laughs> like even this the scenes where like the villains are just being villains and torturing yeah. the hostages are just too funny, you know. And then it's like just even the whole setup, like, oh, what's all open our Christmas gifts and shit. Like, yeah. Oh god. Oh yeah. Oh man. 
where you're just like, bo- here, yeah. open this present. No, 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 that, that that's for later. No, you yeah. may not have tomorrow, so you got to open it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the, the nutcracker torture scene. Oh, when all really the other presents, funny. and he's like, oh, she didn't like it. Boo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> That nutcracker torture scene when the, what I wrote down is like sociopath always up for trying new things. <laughs> he, was, he was giddy. He's like, "Yay, let's do some fun stuff!" Oh God, he is a sociopath. He's a psychopath. Like, is what he, he broke his finger with that first one, and he comes out with that big nutcracker, and I'm just yeah. like, "Oh yum, my yum. God!" It's like I'm gonna put your actual nut in here. <laughs> do it. <laughs> oh, I love the arguments they're having. Like, uh, listen, man, I'll, I'll, I'll. I'll blow a man's brains all out against the wall, but I'm not going to grab another man's junk. Yeah. Yeah. I have standards, you know. Yeah. They may be low, but I still have them. And then one of those just like, I'll do it. Just to get their show on the fucking road. Let's just do this. Krampus is a team player. Yes, he is. Totally. <laughs> oh, so, Alicia, what's your next, uh, what's your yeah. next good? You're all gonna believe. You're all gonna agree with me, and you're all gonna be mad that I got this one first. The freaking Home Alone booby traps. That was my very next. Together. Oh yeah, that yeah. was come on. That, that was, was good. Brilliant. Yeah. Very. Well that was done. so brilliant. I did not see that coming. I really didn't because you know him it, saying, it looked like it was obvious, and and that yeah. the henchmen were wise to it. Like, and, are you kidding? Then, and then, and then, oh, oh man. God, one of the most like so just, gory, it was visceral. Yeah, I just like, yeah. Ooh, cringe, oh, cringe, cringe, cringe. Yeah, that part when he fucking like slips on that, like oh, when yeah. the uh, yeah. the ladder to the attic yeah. breaks, that step yeah. breaks, and he falls. I'm oh. just every time, I'm just like, oh, oh my god, I expected his foot to go Ooh. through, and I did not expect it to go through. Sorry, spoilers, everybody, his face. Sorry. Yeah, I did Joel. not like, see that. Yeah. In fact, Mike, then, like, Mike couldn't even out, handle that like, for a moment. Out of it, yeah. Like, oh, every yeah, he couldn't time, even handle it. He had time. to stop the movie at that moment and back up and watch it like two or three times because it was <laughs> yeah. just so it was so psychotic that this yeah. happened. Just, just like oh, our yeah. brains could not process it. We had to watch it a few times and get freshly disturbed every time but it, and laugh our heads off because what does that say about us but it was amazing oh and it didn't end with that it only began no. with that yeah that was just oh. to kick it off you know <laughs> oh my goodness and all those nails and screws and the the yeah. sharp uh the, the knives and the carpet and the drill bits oh yeah we landed on it twice <laughs> I mean, oh man you know, oh, and I the fucking bowling sorry. balls. Yeah, I kind of felt sorry for it, but also not. You know, yeah. Also, fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's how Trudy, I mean. Racked her body Yeah, down. she threw a bowling ball, and then a bowling ball landed on a guy and murdered him. So <laughs> Trudy caught a body. She has, <laughs> she has a kill. She has a kill list. Yeah. I wonder if that's going on her naughty list or not. Probably well, not. I think, <laughs> I think Sam, Santa is going to do. I think Santa's going to veto that one. He's, he's going yeah. to let that one slide. Well, she dropped she a light a stone on their face. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he's just going to see that on the list and just put like a little cross on it, extenuating circumstances. <laughs> yeah. Personal witness. It's fine. Yeah. Self defense. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> So that is definitely mine. But I did want to point out again, and I think you mentioned it a little earlier, but all of the callbacks to the other movies it referenced, Home Alone being one of them and Die Hard being another one, but the broken ornaments on the bare feet. 
Yeah, that was that, die, oh, die yeah. Hard, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that mm-hmm. was that was poor John McClane. And yeah, also Home Alone, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, also yeah, Home Alone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they actually had some parallels there, yeah. Yeah, so um, I just I thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely shows the the real brutality of those like traps that that actually happens to you, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, especially like the adhesive thing when she gets up off the what's I guess what was that uh, candy cane? Oh, that weird glue. Yeah, yeah. She's like oh. stuck, and then she pulls it out. And it's like, like her that hair got fucking. It's like that <laughs> adhesive that you hair. use for like model trains, like from Trailer oh. Park Boys. You know? Like, oh god! <laughs> you can't oh. just rip that shit off, man. It'll rip the skin right off with it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's better than huffing it. That's for sure. That's true. Yeah. True. Uh, so, Phil, what's your next good? I think it's more piggybacking off the of Home Alone. It was just, it's just so well done. I think the Candy King kill is one of my favorites. It's a callback to Marv being stuck on the, the stairs on Home Alone. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's like yeah, a, her kind of mixed them up, off the like, boots. Yeah, yeah. They they kind of mix because there's those elements there. They kind of split it there with the Candy Cane and then like the nail. Yeah, like Bjorn was kind yeah. of, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and it culminates with Santa being like, "Now, Trudy, turn around, sing a song, yeah. put your fingers in your ears, and close your eyes, and I'll let you know yes. when it's time to, and I'll let you know when it's time to go." <laughs> Somebody's been very naughty. Yes. <laughs> it was great. But yeah, that would be my good. It's just piggybacking like off the Home Alone. That was just so good. It's like you expect mercy. You tried. You just tried to murder a child. Yeah, you're on the <laughs> list. You get the mercy you give. Mm, excellent point. Ah, uh, so John, what's your next good? Um, yeah, I think um, you know, I'll, I'll definitely have to hand it to uh, uh, our villain in this. You know, Scrooge, John Lee Gazamo, Violator. Uh, yes. Yes. Exactly. Violators. The past. And our, our Luigi, uh, Luigi, our working class <laughs> hero, you know, our yeah. Luigi, our Luigi, class plumber hero, yeah, Luigi Mario, Luigi, <laughs> Luigi, Luigi. Uh, yeah, Mario, Mario, Luigi, Mario, yeah. Luigi, um, Luigi. I think he's a, not know, the a great. Um, he's a great yin to David Harbour's yang in this. Um, yeah, I and agree. He got some funny one-liners in some ways too. Like, uh, well, I feel like I don't know if they were directly referencing like Halloween Kills, where he was like, "Yes, Christmas, Christmas dies, dies tonight." Yeah, that was yeah, my next that good. Was, that was the no. Yeah, yep. that was a great one there. Christmas dies um, tonight. But I really enjoyed him. I think he's one of those kind of underrated actors. I think at some points, you know, he hasn't always been given his time to shine. It, the way I think he can, um, you know, he's been great in a lot of other movies I've seen him in. Yes, I think he's definitely the definitive actor I would always pick to play Violator, even though that yes. Spawn movie was really bad. It wasn't because of John Leguizamo. No, um, I think he plays Clown very well. But yeah, he's very good in this. I think you know he's, um, you know, he's kind of charismatic and funny. Um, to play off of like the I, I like the scene, yeah, where he, he was asking of like, oh, what are you just a fucking you know cop that watched too many movies? That reference there where he's just like, are you fucking yeah. with me? When Santa's like trying to say you've been on the naughty list, and I don't know, he just he play, they I think him and David Arbor they they play off of each other really well, yeah, mm-hmm. and um, you know I think he was just funny to see in this, uh, and you know his his kind of pathetic backstory, <laughs> it's like. 
but you know, it showed at one point, you know, he was a little boy at once too, and he just, uh, you know, he lost the the spirit of Christmas. He had one, <laughs> there, uh, he had a bad Christmas that just kept exactly back. for such a violent character. They still tie it into like this wholesome. Oh, he's just like a Minster Grinch type of guy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um. But, uh, no, you know, he, he was very good in this. Um, if, if you guys also haven't seen it, there was a movie that came out a couple of years ago, The the Menu. Uh, yes. He's very good in that as well. Very good. So, yeah. That's, haven't uh, heard just, of it. Oh, With Ralph dude, Fiennes, brilliant. Nicholas Holt. Anya uh, Taylor-Joy. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, yeah. I'm definitely going to be watching it. It's on my it list. Very, just hadn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, it would be a good one to review on here, too, because it, it is... Yeah, yeah I would say it's kind of, kind of in the, the horror. Yeah, yeah I'd kind of say almost in the horror. Genre. It's enough. It's definitely enough in that category. I think we could review. Well, it are people on the menu? Uh, yes. Without oh, right. before, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yes, no also a good one that had Lee, John Leguizamo. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he's he's funny in that. So shout out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his fight was fucking like the battle choreography was fucking oh, fierce. Yeah, yeah. And really, the, the, the last scored. fight there with him and and Santa is just oh, yeah. great. Yeah, it's it was epic. great. I was honestly, <laughs> I mean, if it weren't for Santa Magic, that would have gone very differently. Yeah. Like Santa <laughs> yeah. was not doing well. He got hooked yeah. in the back. Like, oh, that, yeah. Good. I mean, he you know he he definitely like. You know, and he was like a strong villain in that. You know, like yeah. he, he definitely almost gets gets him. Basically, you know, has I mean, you know, he he gets fucked by Christmas magic. So yeah, it, like mm-hmm. literally, the plot had to be like, oh shit, Christmas magic is the only thing getting us out of this here. Yeah, pretty Let's much. Let's put it yeah. that way. Um, well, and you know, that's an important thing in this kind of movie, especially if it's going to be like Die Hard inspired. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to have a good, strong, memorable villain. You know, the first Die Hard is memorable because we had Hans yes. Gruber with yep. fucking oh, Alan God, yeah. Rickman, just a great person that played the off Alan. of Bruce Willis. Yes. So, oh, yeah. you know, I, I think, yeah, he's good on the other side of the spectrum there. So mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. And, and what you were saying about his tragic, pathetic backstory, that makes him more compelling a villain. He's not just one-dimensional. Yes. Yeah. He actually has... I mean, his reasoning is wrong for why he is the way he is. Right. But he truly believes it. He's a true believer on the opposite spectrum of, like, of Christmas. Like, Christmas should be for nobody because it's bullshit. And yeah. this is why. Right. This and I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he... It's a cause. This is personal, you know? Yes. Like, yeah, it's very personal yeah, to him. I, um, no, yeah, I agree. It had some stakes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it makes for it like, yeah, and it, and then it just like it circles back, and it's just like it's really funny too because it is just like he's just mad he didn't get what he wanted for Christmas, you know, right? <laughs> and then but like by you know, making Bjorn... that small mistake, <laughs> yeah. he's a small kid, and yeah. he ruined his life. That's like one of the funniest scenes where he's just called back, and the, yeah, like his like henchmen were all like kids that. Wanted stuff for Christmas. Bjorn, you fucking wrote me 50 times with the same Huffy bike. <laughs> <laughs> how did you know that? <laughs> yeah, how do you know my name? How about you, Bjorn? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you made your brother eat worms. Right? Yeah, you made your brother yeah, eat yeah, worms. That's worms. Right. That's yeah, it's like, why would, I get you, why would I get you anything, Jimmy? You never made the nice list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um, oh, God, just... 
Yeah, fed, it made for a lot of good comedic moments. Is just the, the the chemistry there between our antagonists and protagonists. I guess my final good or second final good is like the reindeer. Yeah, like that's yeah. a mi- that's a mini good. Like <laughs> yeah. the reindeer just just busting his balls all the time. Yeah, and then it turns out no 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 they've been having his back because. When they finally come back, he's like, oh, yeah, now that things have settled down, you fucking cowards. Now you come back. Yeah. And then they realize this, that, that they went back to the North Pole to get an extra sack. And yeah. His, and his uh, special Skull hammer. crusher. Yeah. Skull crusher. So yeah, it's like, oh, I can't stay like, mad at you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> yeah. From Mrs. Claus. That, she's like, here, this is for you just in case you're in danger. Or something. Even yeah. even when he's thinking like, what do I do to deserve this woman? Like, I, I love her, but I don't know if we if we can make it work anymore. Like, you know, we've been through maybe too much together, and then they For finally get that years. note to let her know that she's still like, you know, she's still got his back. And it, it, this this is my final good. It was just such a fucking joyful, heartful ending. I keep coming back right. to it. It's yeah. It's got so much heart. It has yeah. a genuine love. Between characters, and you know what, damn it, I was feeling the like, spirit after after watching this. Yeah, like I, it, I, it's, yeah. It's it's funny the it can go so hard on so much violence, but then still circle around and end like a wholesome Christmas movie. That, yes, you know, yeah. Like it's it still just kind of warms your heart. It's like a Hallmark movie that a man can watch. Yes, yeah, exactly. Or that it, a thinking human? They can, can watch. still like you can still have that scene, and it still fits, and it's still deserved. You know, <laughs> yes, it's not mawkish. It's not cringy. I didn't feel sort of like let down at the end of the movie with, oh, great. They had to wrap it up with a great big bow Disney style. I didn't feel any of that. I felt like everything was just the way it needed to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, Santa saved the day. I mean, sometimes you can't come in and talk Christmas spirit into people. Sometimes you just got to shove coal up their anuses. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, Santa yes. just shows that, hey, th- this is like the other type of version. So in another movie, maybe the same Santa would have showed up and maybe people are just having a little bit of a dispute, Just, but he's able to go in and use the words and talk about more of the wholesome side of Christmas. But then when, you know, you got a bunch of people like this that can't be talked to, well, yeah. Santa's not afraid to fucking go Yuletide on your ass, you know? <laughs> Maybe the afraid. Santa at the end of this movie would, would want to settle a family dispute. The Santa at the beginning of this movie would just bean them all with a lump of coal and then just Pretty piss much. on their tree and go away. <laughs> right. He does what, uh, he, he, you know what? He does what's needed, you know? <laughs> he deals yes. with the threats appropriately. He'd like to just go to where he's like, Hey, you know, let me just uh, get like make it snow and instill some Christmas cheer. I don't want to, but you know, hey, when when shit hits the fan, he'll get the hammer. You know, <laughs> just, hey, there, there's just some people that they need a little extra cheer. If you yes. know what I mean, <laughs> you, you, you need something. You need something to tap that lump of coal up the arenas, and that's right. why you have the hammer. What was it like to quote? Uh, a very bad Christmas movie, but it's still kind of a good bad. What is it? Jingle all the way. Yes. Fucking Paul White goes in. I'm gonna deck your halls. Pop, deck your halls, pop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that movie is not good, but it is still fucking funny, and yeah. I, I can I can definitely enjoy that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, uh, was that the one with Phil Hartman as the uh, the neighbor who was yeah, trying to yes. bang uh, Schwarzenegger's wife? <laughs> yes. I think I think Phil and Hartman's Sinbad. character in that movie would have been. I mean, that would be a guy that you could jam into any fucking any fucking movie <laughs> and make it better. Like yeah. if, if you put yeah. Ted from Jingle All the Way right. in Die Hard uh, and swap <laughs> him out with anybody, I would go with the boss. <laughs> because you know oh, he's trying to, he's trying to save the day doesn't know john mcclain's doing anything so he would try to you know save the day try to be like you know like the master negotiator with the terrorists all to all to uh you know get in good with the wife mm-hmm. the bag body <laughs> yeah. oh my god dude that would be brilliant i think that might be the only thing that might be missing you know and that's and he'd be yeah, great in home alone because he would he would just be like you know, calling up the the mom and just being like, "Well, you left your kid. No, don't worry, I'll look after him." And then when the wet bandits show up, he's just completely out of his element, and <laughs> he ends up crying like a little bitch. And then Kevin has to save him. I'm Troy McClure, and I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, well, yeah, it's pretty sad though. Rest in peace, Phil Hartman. Yeah, yeah. he, he died too soon. Yeah, no, for Terribly. sure. Because I, I have a feeling if he were still around today, this would have been the kind of movie he would have been. Like, they would have yeah. found a role for a character mm-hmm. for him in this. Definitely. Most definitely. Oh, yeah. If not one of the henchmen, then at least, uh, you know, maybe one of the security guys or something. Yeah, you know, because there was a character in Die Hard, right? There was that guy who tried to go in and negotiate with, uh, you know, Hans. Yeah, and he yeah the he boss. Oh, okay. That, it right. wasn't at the boss of the uh, the mom. Like he was like well, the guy the in charge. Bo- well, yeah. Okay, yeah. He was kind of like just like he he seemed like he was like a middle management guy. You know, a brown, uh, a brown noser, basically mm-hmm. trying to work his way up the hierarchy. If I settle um, this situation, I'm going to get such a fucking bonus. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, he thought he was. You know, he thought he was a fast talker. You know, um, and maybe McLean's wife will be impressed. <laughs> right? Was that his wife or his ex wife? Uh, they were having trouble at the time. Yeah, they weren't yeah. divorced yet. But well, you know, I, I feel like Phil Hartman could have played the the role of like the sleazy reporter. You know, oh, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. If they if they incorporated that into this movie somehow, um, but yeah, oh man, definitely uh, calls back though. Okay, so I'm all out of goods. Uh, Alicia, do you have any more goods? I have um, a few, but there was one I wanted to say. It's actually a good that you said, and it made me laugh my ass off. Uh, when Santa is going around eating those horrific cookies and he's spitting <laughs> them out and all the rest, and then he gets Trudy's homemade cookies, and he's so happy that it's actually made with love, and he's eating them, and he's putting the rest yeah. in his pockets. <laughs> and hey, what he can Mike taste the said, love. Yeah, what Mike said at that moment was, huh, diabetes is for mortals. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's that. been eating cookies all night. Yeah, right. All his life for 1,100 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> that was a great one. That was a great one-liner, and I had to write it down. It was so funny. So. Appar- apparently and- he can bleed out. And he needs stitches, but his pancreas is fucking ironclad. <laughs> it's ironclad. Well, that's, yeah, He's good. I mean, it's he, fucking, he runs off sugar and gingerbread and Christmas spirit. You know? And eggnog. Whiskey and spite. And eggnog. And, yes. and whiskey. And spite. Mm. <laughs> and spite. So much spite. 
So yeah, I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, so Phil, any more goods? I think that's it for me on the goods. Uh, John, uh, I guess don't don't really have anything new on it. Uh, I did, you know, I just I guess we'll also commend. Uh, well, uh, oh, I forget her name here. Who played? Um, Trudy, you know, the kid in it. Yeah. I thought she was pretty good as well. She was mm-hmm. adorable and definitely, um, and, you know, she definitely gets to do some badass things in this. Uh, gets, Yeah, she gets a body count herself. Um, but, you know, she is definitely the emotional heart of this story. And, yeah, this movie still manages to balance that pretty well. I think that, I think that's what keeps, like, without that element to it, this movie wouldn't have been near as effective. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just funny how that movie, it, it can still circle back and do that. And it still feels appropriate and deserved um, to have the wholesome Christmas ending and, and, you know, just have the kids come in and fill in the plot holes for you. Cause you don't need to explain it. It's just, it's Christmas magic. All right. You don't have yeah. to know how it works. And if you push it, it means you're a humbug. <laughs> So. Exactly. Yeah. The, the thing is, when you think too hard, you become a Scrooge. All right. Yes. That's what happens. John Leguizamo is is a cautionary tale. All right. Yes. <laughs> yes. So oh. Trudy was uh, played in an episode of the Umbrella Academy. Really? Oh, really? Who? Um. And I've watched the Umbrella Academy. Uh. I've watched several episodes, but I don't remember her. Yeah, uh, she played Patrick's daughter. Oh, okay. Oh, alright. Yeah, it's a pretty small role. Well, hopefully we see more of her. I mean, she was sweet and uh, adorable and innocent without being saccharine like some child actors can be. They don't quite get the, the, the honesty coming through, but she just seemed like a really sweet, innocent kid. Even with her in the anus, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty so- sure she wouldn't be able to pick out an anus on a map. Like yeah. I'm pretty sure he gave her the human body. Where's the anus? It's the yeah. bum. Sure, okay, that's close enough. That's all. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's all very cute. You know, she gets to say some potty words. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's also in a kids show called Interstellar Ella. So. Yeah. That is that is just great that she got to. You know, say some bad, say some bad words, right. and you know, basically give Santa the pep talk he needs to go psycho shit house on some <laughs> some unsuspecting corrupt security guards. Right, that's right. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I think David Arbor just channeling some of that that dad energy from like yeah. Stranger Things with Eleven. You know, he just mm-hmm. he has a good chemistry, I think, with like a good child actor like that. You know, yeah, he does. He he definitely he gives off. Yeah, the wholesome dad vibes for sure. Yeah, yeah. When when he's not facing a Russian Terminator, this is what he this is what he's capable of. <laughs> exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's it for all the goods. Think so. Yeah. All yeah. right, so now we can take it to the bads. It's gonna be and short, I, and I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have no bads. I, yeah. I, I yeah. I was gonna say something. I, I have no um, bads. I've got maybe. Uh, oh, actually, yeah, you can go first, Alicia. I was just going to say, other than the continuity error of the uh, Nutcracker finger, there wasn't really anything bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I only have one bad, and it's really not anything major. 
Yeah. Um, I kind of feel like, all right, the, the, the subplot with Jason, you know, stealing from his, stealing the money from his mom when all that comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like maybe that got a little unaddressed. Like it kind of just got resolved real quickly. Like, um, I, I don't know. In some ways it felt a little yeah. like, okay, well he's going to run off. Well, I get maybe, you know, she was, you know, a very mendicative mother. She definitely kind of came off. Yeah, I guess like I, like a narcissist, you know. Yeah, I can understand, but maybe I, I maybe I found it a little hard to totally sympathize with him stealing this money and potentially putting his family in danger. Mm-hmm. Like it'd been one thing if he was like, "Hey, I wanted to steal this money because I want to start this like big fa- like maybe okay maybe it helped my family, but also like oh I want to start this big organization that's going to combat the things that." you know, mm-hmm. our family's been doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it felt a little... or something. Yeah, it felt still very self-serving. Like, he's still kind of following this pattern of just, like, it's always about money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's even saying, oh, again, you know, you're so... Like, Linda tells me, like, oh, you know, again, you're just so obsessed with this money. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well, I think they are trying to show that it came from a good place. Yeah. Um, yeah, I felt like that... It felt a little bit... Like, maybe a little unearned or just like the, maybe there's something left out where I, I wanted to kind of see some resolution. Cause I mean, I get, they just survived a, you know, a much more traumatic experience than what was actually going on. But I mean, he was, he was about to just take all of her money and, and she's kind of just, you know, everybody just kisses and makes up at the end. Like, that um, is a good point. I hadn't yeah. really considered that. I think yeah. that's a good thing. There's I no way like he, that, that mom I, would ever allow him to get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. There there was um and I'm not saying like his character was totally bad. It felt like he got a little he got off scot free on this one. He like did. Yeah. He got off a bit light. Um so that that felt a little bit weird, but um but considering how most of this movie I feel like that's mostly not the main focus of this. I, I can like ultimately forgive it. It's not a it's, it definitely was far from it being like immersion breaking for me but yeah 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 that that was, was only my really yeah. note i could say as a negative it just felt there was some a loose in there uh-huh. and maybe they're you know maybe in an extended cut they might have some deleted scene in there but uh felt like there needed to be one more thing to kind of close up that part of the plot and then i feel like then the whole ending would feel totally satisfying mm-hmm. fair enough it did seem a little contrived yeah honest, just to stretch the movie out a little bit but um yeah i actually glossed that over christmas magic so- <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i was magic. like okay yeah. i get it all right i, I get it. you say jason wasn't a bad dad but i feel like there was maybe something to just kind of work out this thing because i mean he still was about to do something pretty bad even yeah. if he might have yeah. had some justification he had good intentions. This he he's not going about this the right way, and maybe that needs to be addressed. <laughs> yeah. Now that he's been caught, though, does the mom let him walk away with the money, or does she like shoot him in the kneecaps if he tries? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just yeah. like, okay, that's for part two. Yeah, that's shit, right? It's like, okay, well, he's just, just if you got away with, she's going to totally let him you. off the hook now. I mean, it's just it's still a little weird. That, does yeah. she let him take half? You know, because she she respected his moxie, right? I almost for a second thought this was going to be, I thought it was going to go a little bit darker, like that movie You're Next, where it was like, um, you know, where it's like the son was actually plotting to have all the family members killed and shit. Oh, delightful. 
Uh, yeah. yeah, like where it's something like Jason's almost like the mastermind or something. For a second, I thought they were going to go that direction where he's the one who hired all the oh. um, all these guys to come in and assassinate him and shit. Yeah. Well, that would have been a left turn for sure. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, in hindsight, I'm glad they didn't go that way out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. that might have been a little too dark, I think, yeah. for the tone they were trying to balance out. Yeah. Um, so. But that yeah, is also because Santa would, Santa would have probably just figured that out just by checking the list. Like, mm-hmm. all right, who's the naughty? Let's see. You now, Jason orchestrated robbery of mother and killed his, <laughs> had his brother in law shot to death on the lawn. Ah, very <laughs> true. Very true. Oh, you know what? I'm not going to rescue this guy from yeah. his henchman betraying him. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah I, I guess it wouldn't have fit so well in this movie um but uh but yeah on a side note if you haven't seen that one uh your next is a great excellent movie yeah um, we covered it on the show i fucking loved it yeah awesome <laughs> one it's a good one that kind of takes an unexpected turn for sure but um yeah no that that's that's all i got though that, that's all i can say is a negative thing for it so now we can take it to the what the fucks. And again, I had none. Because, you know, everything in this movie that was just, that made me say what the fuck was just in response to some absolutely devastating, crippling injury. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, I'm, yeah. Um, I'm beholding. <laughs> right. The, um, I think I only had really, I mean, well, I already mentioned it, but I, I kind of lumped that, that, that one with the, the one liner there with the, Christmas dies tonight was a yes. sort of yeah. like whoa yeah because I'm like this is it's the same out came out like almost a year after Halloween fucking Kills. Halloween yeah it came Kills. out two years later so they definitely would have had time to throw that line in just for fun yeah so funny line but I was just like what holy shit <laughs> I mean if you're gonna take anything from Halloween Kills just least... that line and just once oh yeah, yeah. and it's a nice it um, I feel like it's it, it just further. It's like even more of a troll move, you know? It's like, oh, we acknowledge this movie, but the fact that we're just doing this one quote, we know it sucks, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Santa versus, Mike, Santa versus Michael Myers would be a good... Uh... That would be awesome. Yes. <laughs> right. Would Michael Myers survive a trip up the chimney, though? We're not sure. Nope. He survived so much more yeah. <laughs> over the years. <laughs> right. Oh god, yeah! Like Santa's like trying to do like a trying to do some test flights for the for his new sleigh, and then ends up like falling down to earth during like Halloween. You know when it's like <laughs> he a, lands pre, a cat You know he's like, oh shit, I'm down here too early and stuff. And then yeah, he like runs it with Michael Myers and all that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in some ways, it, it could be like it's almost like a live action rendition of the Nightmare Before Christmas. That's like kind of the sim- a little bit of a similar plot, you know, because Santa gets kidnapped in Halloween World. <laughs> Interesting concept. You should yeah. shop that into Hollywood. <laughs> right. See if they've taken. Yeah, you know, it's like, but we we get it's kind of inspired by that. But you know, we have David Arbor reprising his role of Santa, <laughs> mm-hmm. and Michael Myers. You know, he's kind Does of. Does like Santa the, get uh, to keep Skull Crusher though? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yes. he has to find one or something like, you know, like the same gas station where like Michael Myers gets his like jumpsuit and, you know, then he <laughs> finds his like skull crusher in there, you know? Yeah. 
or sand or yeah well michael is just is going to just use some regular sledgehammer on him but then when he grabs it it's imbued with the christmas spirit and it becomes skull crusher right <laughs> well and, you know and and this will it'll raise the tension a lot because santa won't have his powers because no one's gonna believe in him right now because it's like oh it's not christmas yet so like yeah. you kind of work that into the plot like well the kids are like well, it's too early for Christmas, so it's like yeah, yeah he can't he can't draw on that Christmas magic because he was like, breaking oh. in a new reindeer for for a training flight. Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to but think then about- it, it, it hit some turbulence and it bucked. Yeah, exactly. Because I was trying to think of some like reason why he would be like out and about, and I was like, well, yeah, what if he's testing out a new sleigh with the reindeer, and then yeah. <laughs> He just lands oh, on the roof. <laughs> oh, my back. <laughs> Never should have hired that Ditson. It's in right. the name. <laughs> he like, sees a bunch of lights hung around of house, but they're all like orange and purple. And then he gets freaked <laughs> out seeing all these like skeletons and witches and like people like <laughs> like dead body parts. He's like, oh, what is this? Oh, but, Humanity yeah. is so fucked. Yeah, right? I only so leave the house once a year. What the fuck is this? He's like, I haven't seen this since the fucking the Celtic priests and shit. Fucking, <laughs> you know, or the Celtic druids. That's what it was like. Yeah, the Celtic priests well like I haven't decorating. Seen it the, yeah, with the fucking. I haven't seen it since that incident that made me skip over Ireland for about three centuries. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. What was that thing they do with... Um, you know, they were doing it in midsummer. The guys like spread out and it's like what did they call that? Oh man. I forget. But probably yeah, probably on purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in self defense oh. for your psyche. Yeah. No shit, right? <laughs> so does anybody else have any what the fucks? None. None. Nope. Nope. That's just so good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so now we can take it to the kill of the week. That's a hard one. Yeah. And also an yeah. easy one. So many good ones. <laughs> For the longest time, it was going to be Bjorn because yeah. he, he gets killed by an 11 year old. Yeah. Recreating right. Home Alone. So that so. was going to be it. But then at the very end, when John Leguizamo fucking dominates Santa, oh. and then oh, yes. <laughs> Santa does the big callback to the chimney. Where like now that he's yeah. got his fate, now that he's got his belief back, not only in the holiday but in himself, mm-hmm. yeah, that's when he can finally make it up the chimney. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was just going to escape Leguizamo and ju- like do like a like a WrestleMania jump rope, yeah, like yeah. just do like a turnbuckle dive on him and suplex yeah. him into the ground with the elbow. But mm-hmm. no, he took him on a fucking ride up the chimney. <laughs> except Leguizamo <laughs> doesn't turn into <laughs> Leguizamo yeah. does not turn into stardust. <laughs> Yeah. He is just a full yeah. six foot it's man like being dragged up a three foot gets... cube. I wrote on it, Rain of Blood in Big Cats <laughs> on my notes. Oh, oh man, oh. that was so gory. <laughs> and the most brutal use of yeah. fucking Christmas magic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dark Christmas magic. Yeah. That's, it's that's just their like, Krampus feeling right there, I tell you. There, there's so many great kills in that one, but I mean, gosh, they, they definitely saved the best for last. They really one. did. I mean, yeah. yeah that one just had to take it for me, but I, I definitely, God, I don't know, but there's so many other good ones. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Okay, I like so, to praise all of them, you know? Yeah. Alicia, what's your kill? Well, I loved Trudy's treatment of her, um, you know, her ersatz captors but there was just something about the one where you know the pool balls and the you know the doll and the thing and then finally just 
wrapping him with the the, the Christmas star and turning it on. I kind of <laughs> I was not expecting that. I was oh, not yeah. expecting that. So that, that to me was was one of my and favorite. the fire. Yeah, uh, it was, it was just, like Terminator henchman over here. God, right? <laughs> oh, his face was on fire. Yes, it was. <laughs> you know, so even after the scene is over and everything's calming down, and there he is still there with his face on, on fire. fire. Yeah, still there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that just just that just made it for me. Mm. Okay, so Phil, what's your uh, what's your kill of the week? It would have to be the ice skate kills in that little warehouse. That was just that just did it for me. <laughs> so well done. They kept that was pretty sharp. fucking epic. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think yep. the piggyback off that one too is uh, when he killed the last guy with the grenade, and he's like, "Oh, oh, fuck, oh, yeah. like, oh yeah, holy fuck, holy shit!" Yeah, I've got to <laughs> another great one-liner. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> well, you fine, uh, well, you had to jam something up someone's anus. Yes, exactly. They, right. they keep prefacing it enough. So. <laughs> Might as well get follow. They didn't follow through. Uh, <laughs> a hot potato sense. right in the cheeks. <laughs> Do not piss off Santa. Uh, so, John, what's your kill? Well, okay, I would say that chimney one there. Um, I'd say, that, mm-hmm. but um, I think also just to throw another one in there is the well, I don't know what that was like a wood chipper or like a <laughs> snowblower. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah, yeah it's just a he, like, bro- Okay, where he yeah, just like it. ropes three people into it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Just he was nice making the cap sausage. Off. <laughs> exactly that um, nice cap off of a, an amazing action sequence. This was Fargo on steroids. Fargo on steroids. Yeah, um, just just as a nice cap off of that whole sequence inside. Um, mm-hmm. God, it, yeah, it, it's it's brutal. I mean, there's just so many great kills in this movie. <laughs> Oh, a multitude! Like every every kill in this is just ex- oh fuck, yeah, it, it's incredible. Just, just so, especially the guy watching all the kills <laughs> on the camera, yeah. and he tries yeah. running and he catches a fucking sledgehammer in the spine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, you no shit, right? Ah, uh, so now we can get to the rating. And I'm going to give this five Bjornbound bowling balls <laughs> out of five. Nice alliteration. I like it. <laughs> it's full of heart, joy, gore. It wasn't a horror movie, but it was thrilling. It was violent as fuck. And I oh, needed yeah. this. After seeing the uh, the other stuff on the Chris Massacre, which was either just abject garbage or, you know, beautifully shot, but just fucking depressing existentially yeah. just disturbing this yeah. was just uplifting and tickled <laughs> the funny bone and just scratched that gore itch yes so it is the but complete a, package absolutely so alicia what is your rating definitely five lumps of coal straight up the anus out of five for sure (laughs) (laughs) it was excellent david harbour was an absolute treat to watch um he was just fantastic through this whole thing he carried this whole movie but i mean trudy i just beverly d'angelo every 
everybody was perfect, even the stupid one, you know, Morgan Steele, parkour, you know. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Every, he was, dude, he was even the you know what? ones. Yeah, his Christmas present there just still, his, his pitch deck <laughs> thing. <was> yeah. Just... <laughs> he was Joe Bluth doing a cameo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. That is a good good comparison there. <laughs> yeah. So that's that. my vote for sure. Uh, so, Phil, what's your rating? I give it a five a star in the eyes out of five. <laughs> it was a damn. This movie was a great ride. I enjoyed it every time I watch it. It's now my, one of my new favorite Christmas movies to watch every year. Now I have to put this Wonderful. in my list. It is just so great. <laughs> like you said, Trudy was great, and then of course David Harbor. It was awesome as Santa Claus. I'm I'm really excited for the the sequel, if if it's made. Yes, I'm hoping it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, man. this is oh, so good. It, it's definitely got to be in the rotation. Yes. It, it, it is a modern day Christmas classic. Yeah. Absolutely. So, John, what is your rating? Well, yeah, this one is definitely with the uh, majority opinion on here. It's a five uh, gunpoint Christmas presents out of five. Mm. <laughs> Um, you know, it is just very well described as a perfect fusion of like bad Santa with die hard, uh, just got great action sequences, um, good cast, you know, and some, uh, just, it's got a great script. Uh, the comedic beats are great. Soundtrack is well-timed with all the action sequences um, and the movie still manages to have a lot of heart too at the same time. I, I don't know how they juggled all this, but, uh, they pulled it off and, you know, it's a great way to, um, celebrate the holiday season. Um, and, you know, it's finally a diehard type of movie that is, doesn't shy away from calling itself a Christmas movie, you know? No. Um, yeah, definitely we'll watch this one every year, man. It's up there with Mercy Christmas. It's a good back to back type of movie with that. Oh yeah, pairs love pairs very well with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's on my watch list. I have it. I need to watch it now. Yeah. You'll have to check that out for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's it. We have successfully navigated uh our job at the graveyard for another year. It is getting time to put everything away and wait for Santa to visit, and I'm going to leave some scotch and cookies out for him. Homemade, <laughs> I hope. Made yeah. with love. Got to be made with love. Yeah, no, yep. None of that store-bought shit. Yes. That's right. Yep, that's right. Ale for love. <laughs> <laughs> so we will be uh, back in the new year with another theme month. We will be doing the works of Christopher Lee, and the theme month will be January Lee. Fantastic. Awesome. Because that, that was about as creative as I could get. So hopefully we'll see, <laughs> we'll see if the new year brings more inspiration. And we're going to try to uh, do some extra stuff, like with the Twitch, maybe extra content, because it's time to amp up this, uh, this podcast, take it into high gear, or, or at least a higher gear. Maybe middle or like not not the lowest gear, whatever we've been at for the last year. We're going to try to amp it up a bit. So 
Alicia, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me probably playing WoW for <laughs> the, next, the next two years while I work on my addiction to that stupid game. Uh, but otherwise, I am Ofcom. All right. And Phil, where can people find you? Well, I'm usually on Discord, or the game I'm usually on playing is Destiny 2. I have a clan I play with on there, so if you're ever playing Destiny, you can hop me on there. So, or PlayStation Network, you can always hit me up on there as well. Mm-hmm. And John, where can people find you? Um, you can find me mostly just posting my stuff onto Instagram, uh, just my fire flow arts and fire manipulation um, and occasionally some chainmail crafts. Uh, you can find me on king.mickey.v on Instagram. And then, you know, you can add me as John Valls on Facebook if you'd like as well. Yeah, you can hit me up. We've got all the ways on the show where you can reach me. But if you can also hit us up on the uh, Facebook page, just message us. I'll, uh, I'll get back to you with movie suggestions or if you want to suggest video games that we will play on uh, the Twitch because I've got a shit ton of fucking shit ton of games. Uh, not not specifically horror related, but I'll just uh, see what people are interested in. And if there's a time when uh, you'd be available to watch me, it would be good because I'd rather do this while somebody's watching rather than just talk to myself in the in the infinite void for nothing. Because <laughs> then I'd rather be playing a game I want to play rather than a game I may or may not like. Fair. Yeah. But you know what? That's up to you, listeners. You gotta, you gotta reach out and touch me. Reach out and touch me. You're gonna catch a charge, son. <laughs> ah, but until next time, I'm Mike. I'm Phil, and I'm John. I'm Alicia, and thank you for joining us on the Graveyard Shift. The Graveyard Shift is a Strange Biscuits production. Visit our website at strangebiscuits.com slash graveyardshift to hear all of our previous episodes. Subscribe to us, rate, and review us on CastBox, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, and Spotify. And don't forget to check out our Instagram at The Graveyard Shift Pod, as well as our Facebook at The Graveyard Shift Pod. Our Twitter is GS underscore Horror Pod. And if you wish to support the show financially, visit us at patreon.com slash graveyard. For as little as a dollar a month, you can help support the show and get bonus content. The theme for The Graveyard Shift is As Brutal As It Ever Was by Technoaxe. Visit their website at technoaxe.com and their YouTube channel for more royalty-free music. Thank you for listening, and as always, stay spooky. Ha 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 